morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Friday the 14th of July, end of the week and plenty of news flow to get through with Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, very well. Good. Um, right, well, let's get started with Barrett Gold's Q2 production figures. Yes, these came out yesterday after we'd published a podcast and prior notes here. Uh, company produced just over a million ounces of gold in Q2, which was down 3% from a year ago where they produced 1.043 million ounces. But it is a 6% increase on the prior quarter uh, here of Q1. The uh, cost of sales came in, was expected to be 3 to 5% lower and total cash costs uh, expected to be 1 to 3% lower with all in sustaining to be 2% lower when they produce their financial statement uh, here in the coming weeks. They also produced about 107 million pounds of copper, which is down a good substantial amount of 11% from a year ago, but it is a 22% improvement on the 88 million pounds they produced in uh, Q1 of 2023. They are expecting their C1 cash costs to be 15 to 17% lower and all in sustaining costs to be 7 to 9% lower when those uh, financial statements uh, come out for the quarter. And they do expect both their gold and their copper production overall to increase uh, for the year being weighted uh, with a better performance uh, in the next six months. Uh, yeah, and perhaps with some help from higher gold prices as some of the inflation expectations reduced earlier in the week and we saw gold and silver both benefit silver nearly up to $24.74 an ounce at the moment and gold about $19.55. So with that um, let's move on to Sierra Madre who had some expiration results out yesterday on their La Tigra project. Yes, that's right. Sierra Madre, a VSA Capital a client, a early stage explorer listed on the TSX and exploring in Mexico. Uh, La Tigre project, it was a small program of eight holes, and they've reported on four of these holes here with an earlier statement on three holes back in May. Surprising here on two of these holes uh, to Greg, the exploration manager, and to us as well, I would say that the gold widths on two of the holes are substantially wider than we would expect from otherwise being target at shallow depth. Two and a half grams gold over 20 meters in hole five and about six meters grading seven grams gold in hole six. Uh, it This tests uh, area or two specific areas uh, about 600 meters apart upon this vein set at La Tigra. And what I would note also is that there is a low silver ratio in these holes. It's only a couple of of, um, of a percentage uh, um, uh, d- differences higher than that of gold in the ratio, which would indicate this is a gold system as opposed to the more common silver dominant systems for uh, volcanic hosted veins in Mexico. So definitely more geology work to do, to do but also going to be uh, uh, very encouraging to chase as well. Yeah, um, we released a note earlier this week on 
Sierra Madre focusing on the um, Lagatara property that they bought earlier this year, um, that being near production stage and the Tigra um, and Topeak being their two early stage projects. I mean, one of the things we pointed out is that now they've made that acquisition, the market's not really giving them any value for um, those two earlier stage projects. Um, although, as we can see from this announcement, there is still um, definitely potential here and more um, more work to do to unlock value. Yes, that's right. So um, we'll see what kind of budget they propose here as we go further into the year, uh, whether there'll be another drilling program yet, I think, for this year for Lati Group. Um, and another VSA uh, client, we recently did a video with um, Tom Lamb, CEO of Myriad Uranium. They are um, exploring uh, for uranium in Niger, an early stage um, explorer. They picked up licenses from uh, the French group Arriva, now Arano, um, on strike from some of those key deposits um, being developed by Global Atomic and, and GoVX, um, amongst others. And with the historic data that they've got, they're now working up um, geophysics programs for drill targeting later in the year. It looks like they're going to um, undertake a couple of different techniques um, using a sort of traditional approach for the region um, on 200 meter line spacing to try and identify those major fault structures. Um, but they're also going to be doing using drones for um, electromagnetic surveys um, on a sort of 50 meter spacing to try and identify the smaller structures, which is what Global Atomic and GoVX have had success in um, expanding their resources by targeting. Um, so we would expect this to take around six to eight weeks and then uh, a few follow up weeks for interpretation and then uh, an announcement of the planned drill program. But um, work's starting to happen there and uh, good projects. And just to remind investors that Niger is a, uh, one of the major uranium uh, production areas in Africa and very much supported uh, supporting the uh, French uh, nuclear industry in particular. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was also an announcement uh, early in the week from American Lithium. Um, they got some assays back off uh, geotechnical holes that they'd drilled um, with some lithium and cesium results. Yes, that's right. Uh, the key point here, it was just three holes that they put in uh, under a 10-hole environmental impact assessment, the hydrology drilling program last fall that they've reported on here. But uh, there is some key information here. First of all, the cesium and rubidium uh, contents on these holes are quite high, uh, which would suggest there may be uh, co-product or byproduct potential production uh, here as they produce the lithium as well going forward. 
The other thing uh, to point out is one of these holes definitely extends uh, open-ended mineralization off to the west of the NI43-101 resource statement uh, so that uh, there'll be definitely uh, larger resources to develop out in that direction with more dr uh, drilling in particular. And finally, they have not yet hit the uh, water level within or the ground uh, water table within any of these holes down to 120 meters of depth, which is a good uh, sign from an environmental uh, standpoint, too, that the mining will not uh, seriously impact uh, any kind of water resources, which may be desired in the area for other uses. Yeah, worth pointing out, um, cesium is very high on the critical metals list for lots of countries, it being basically controlled by Almal, but with assets in China and a Chinese um, group. Some of the uh, other production assets in North America have closed in recent years, so um, China controlling that market almost entirely. Um, even though it's got EUs is not just in the oil industry, but in, in tech as well. Yes, that's right. So there is also uh, some cesium and rubidium uh, attempts to uh, get co-product production out of uh, lithium and mica situations down in Africa as well. So we'll see uh, if that uh, the West uh, can otherwise get some new geographies for production of these minerals. Mm. Um, anything else, Paul? Real quick, just to mention that the AIM quoted Savannah Resources that announced the fundraising yesterday, and today they've announced the closing of that accelerated book build and have raised 6.1 million sterling. They also have an online primary bid offer, which remains open until 4.30 p.m. on Monday, London time. But it does, uh, what it does, is it uh, tops up their working capital coffers to at least 11 million pounds sterling, which gives them all the money they need to complete the related works and expenses on the Mina do Barroso uh, mine development for spodumene production in Portugal. Okay, um, very good. Thanks, Paul. Have a good weekend. Very good. We'll see you next week.